Welcome everybody, it's time again to talk about some superhero shit. This video game, Ranking Superman Video Games Part 2, Part 2, if you don't mind. This is Andrew Akis Supreme, and I'm once again joined <laughs> by Benicus Maximus. Yes, and we are here today on the day of Andrew Akis Supreme's birth to discuss one of his favorite topics, which is video games <laughs> from The Last Son of Krypton. Hell yeah. Well, video games in general. Also but joined yes. by... Zach Brown, A1 Nut Boy. Was you like A1 Sauce or some shit? What is that all about? No, that is a <laughs> Batman 89 reference. Andrewicus. Oh, okay. You're just, isn't it? That's what Eckhart says to Jack Nicholson's character. It's, oh, calls A1 him A1 Nut, Nut Boy. Boy. Oh. Yeah, A1 Nut Boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, your A1 and Nut Boy is here to uh, wish you a happy day of birth. Thank you. Many happy returns to yours truly. Uh, and, uh, Mike, Japan buddy Mike is hey, back. what's He's up? He's done, you've done the actual most, like, video game, well, I've, I've got a lot of research, but you've played m nearly <laughs> all of these. Well, i played a lot of them too, but I have the feeling that you've played probably these more than I it's, have. It starts to run out, though, once you hit the disc-based. It's a lot harder to get all that stuff running than it is the older games when the cartridges. So, yes. I did have to go more on watching some YouTube vids and stuff like that. So, yeah. unfortunately, which definitely says something about the sorry state of game archiving and preservation these days. Because if well, I could have gotten these legitimately, I would have just grabbed them. I, I think they just said they're afraid of piracy and shit like that. But yeah, it would oh, be great if right. you could I'm sorry, get them I on. I do own all of them legally. These yeah. are backups. For sure. 100%. Backed up all of them. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, we are ranking, we're finishing out this series, it's a two-parter, this is ranking every Superman video game, or nearly all of them, I'm sure there's some I'm gonna miss, but, uh, we're gonna get most of them, I think, and these are console games before, like I said before, uh, we're not gonna be going over Superman Activity Center for Windows 95 or whatever it was, <laughs> we're gonna skip that one, uh, and whatever ones that were PC only, so... Yeah, let's get right to it. Well, actually, before we get to it, let's review uh, what we did before. I'm going to bring it up. So, all right. Jumping in. Oh, actually, correction. I want to correct myself on this. Um, I wanted to add more to the Superman 3 for our Atari 5200. This box oh. art here is the actual official prototype box art, the one with Richard Pryor. Uh -huh. Uh, was not really official, apparently. This is what huh. AtariArchive.com had or some shit like that. Hmm. So uh, this is uh, for the people that are just listening. It's just a painted picture of Superman, Chris Reeve Superman flying. And then his, it's him as Clark Kent in the background, too, a little bit. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then mm -hmm. I wanted to show like a little bit of the gameplay. We totally missed this, and I feel like we should have. Uh, sorry for missed this in the last time. But just to get this out of the way, um, for those listening, it's essentially a missile command with a Superman finish, really. Um, <laughs> they, and this is why it didn't pass. It was A, it was based on a bad movie, but B, the game was ripping off of Missile Command entirely, so they just scrapped this. <laughs> but gameplay footage is out there, and um, check out the video to this mm -hmm. if you uh, are just listening <laughs> on the podcast God, version. That's, that's looking like a system seller. Yeah, so we, I don't think the score will change that much <laughs> anyway after I showed you guys, but just for completion's sake, mm -hmm. that's what this is all about. I don't think we ranked this one either because it wasn't released. Oh, yeah, we didn't, I didn't I even mean, rank it. I mean, I, anyway. I'm surprised at how much information we have on a non-existent game. 
It's really that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is how we ranked them last time. I'm going to uh, say them out loud for our listeners as well. So in our B category, we had Superman for the arcade in 1988, which was a, the Taito one. We had Sunman, which has the asterisk nest to it because it's not a fish. It was never released, and it was changed to something not Superman anyway, but it had a Superman hack, and it was originally intended for super, to be a Superman game, so we kind of left it in. We had Superman uh, for Genesis, the first one for that by Sunsoft. Then we had um, The Death of Superman, the one that Kotaku loved, and they were pro- pretty much right about. This is the, one, the best one in the B category. So that was the death and return of Superman for Super Nintendo. I think it was on Genesis, too. But uh, anyway, moving on in the C category, the first one ever was the Atari one. Um, We were really generous to that one, I think. But it was the first, so (laughs) uh, yeah. And then we had Superman for Game Gear. Superman Man of Steel had had a C rank. Then D was the Chemco one, the one for NES, uh, the one with the cheapy style. Um, great look, we said, but it still, uh, the gameplay was kind of shit. So, and you also, you have to press down to enter a door, which sucks. You should always press up to enter a door. Um, angry video game nerd points that out, I think. <laughs> um, and then we had the Commodore 64 ones were both at E. There were two of them. And then the last one we gave an F because it was a stupid fucking key hunt, uh, <laughs> with Superman the Animated Series by the infamous, the now infamous Titus, uh, for Game Boy, regular Game Boy. And it came out a bit too late, too, but I think that's because Pokemon gave that such life. It, gave the, uh, it probably wouldn't have been released for Game Boy. It would have never been made, but Pokemon gave the Game Boy a new life. Back in 97, dude, it seems so late for Game Boy. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Now we're going to add to this list moving forward. So, it's time. Everybody, should I be worried? We have made it to (laughs) what people deem the worst, not the worst Superman video game, the worst video game of all time. (laughs) Wow. People call this the worst video game of all time, Superman 64. It's actually not officially called this. It's Mm. just called Superman The New Adventures. That's the actual title. Why are all the worst games based on I know. my cartoon that I love? <laughs> Dude, licensed games suck, man. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Something about that era. <laughs> it was the first 3D Superman game, but Titus, you can see it in the bottom uh, right there, uh, their company logo. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's many people just call it Superman 64 because that was a kind of a convention at the time. You had Mario 64, you had Star Fox 64. Everything had 64 at the end of it, so you can't really give the fans any any guff about this. That's just what it was called. Um, that's what, m- what many games were called, although I just wanted to point that out because it's technically not officially the name of this game. Well, so, the previous generation had Super in front of it, so we might have gotten a Super Superman game. But That is true. That is true. <laughs> Um, so, uh, in this, the game, in the game story, Lex Luthor has trapped Jimmy Olsen, Lois Lane, and Professor Hamilton in a virtual reality version of Metropolis that he created with the help of Brainiac, leaving it up to Superman to save them and break apart the virtual world. Angry video game nerd points out, Uh 
This is a video game inside a video game, so it already <laughs> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you add a fucking like virtual reality thing inside of a fucking video game, it already sucks. Uh, it's like the car- the video game card games. Like, how many fucking steps back from reality are we going to take? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that. Um, most infamous, infamously, people bring up this flying through rings thing. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just not what you want to do. It's, <laughs> oh gosh! All you it looks like the AI. Rings. It looks like the AI part of Arkham, uh, Arkham City. Yeah, you're trying to glide through the rings. I do hate that. It's it's. I mean, it's Here's just lazy, thing, right? It's like the key hunt, right? It's like a key hunt version yeah, of this thing. That's that's the thing, right? So doing the virtual reality thing lets them just make some dumb game and then be like, "But it's a game within a game." But they could have just done yeah. another key hunt in 3D and they would have said the same thing. The thing is, though, with a game like, yeah. say, Pilot Wings, this can be fun. In right. the case of this game, <sighs> well, it's it's weird, right? They might have been thinking of Pilot Wings because Pilot Wings 64 did come out mm-hmm. and it's a it's a it's the, like the major flying thing on N64. But for some reason, you just don't want to do that with Superman, right? You want to be like punching things and saving people. If 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 your yeah. avatar is just a fucking little copter plane or whatever, there's something kind of charming about that. But when it comes yeah. to this, it's like it just seems like the laziest thing imaginable, right? I definitely I do like how he's opening his arms. <laughs> yeah, he's Whenever he like, turns, he's like. He's doing the breaststroke it's the in the least air, yeah. graceful Superman I've ever seen in terms of flying. That's how he. That's how he breaks. If there's, if there's also, any, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say for anybody who's who's seeing this video here, um, I want you to understand that this is spectacular high level play, quite honestly. Because yeah. I tried to control this thing, and it was a complete and utter disaster. And that's the thing. So, like, even yeah. if you want to be punching and kicking as Superman or whatever, it's. If, if the flying is fun, I'll take it. That's fine. Give me something yeah. fun. This was awful to control. It felt mm. so thoroughly yeah. unintuitive and unresponsive. <laughs> I got kind of a hot take here, but it's not that hot. The N64 is known to be a great system, but if it wasn't first-party support like Mario or Star Fox or something, unless it was GoldenEye, it was a trash system. So many games on N64 were fucking terrible. I Not as bad as this. Absolutely hated the N sixty four as a piece oh, of hardware. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it look, it had great games on it, but if it wasn't made by Nintendo, generally, it was a fucking mm-hmm. terrible ass game, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, like you said, the controls were heavily criticized for being unresponsive, making the ring stages extremely difficult um, because many of the ring stages uh, this made the game extremely frustrating. And becomes worse as some of the rings start moving in some of the stages. So <laughs> I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah, what we're seeing here in the video version is somebody that played this game way too much, and I think it might be sped up because it's an emulator or something. It seems, it seems There's a fast. kid on a skateboard. I thought Superman was gonna like knock him off, like clothesline no, him. Superman's just stalking him. Because <laughs> that's he's apparently what the man his, of steel does. He's gonna take his skateboard. <laughs> They could have the given game... that kid on the skateboard another frame of animation, so he was like <laughs> riding the board, not just pushing is... it all the way. But this is Titus we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. So th- the game was apparently in development hell. It was announced in 97, but wasn't released in, in America until May 29th, 1999. 
Um, the game originally considered using Bizarro, who actually had a model and some voice clips in the prototype of the game, <laughs> but was removed from the final product. Brainiac cool. was going to be the main villain. Yeah, too cool. Brainiac <laughs> was going to be the main villain of the game due to the virtual world setting uh, forced upon the developers. Apparently, that was forced upon them. Again, this might be some producers getting in the way. <laughs> Executive meddling forced a rewrite with Lex as the main villain, even though Brainiac is still the final boss. And Lex's opening line, in short time, your fate will be sealed, Superman, is clearly said by Corey Burton, having been recorded for Brainiac. <laughs> the original pitch for the game was for an open-world Superman adventure, which you'd fly around using all of Superman's powers to prevent crimes. So, um, yeah. Warner Brothers' executive meddling doesn't just fuck up movies, everybody. <laughs> it's across the fucking board. Until we get to Arkham for Batman, I, I guess. just don't but, get how it got to this point where I'm just like, yeah, we got a guy who can do all these things. He can fly, heat vision, all that stuff. But let's just hook him up to a computer in virtual reality and have him do pretty yeah. much the same exact things. It's... It's yes. pointlessness over pointlessness. It's, it's, it's what it sounds like. Titus, we make fun of them, but maybe they got fucked, as we as we see in the notes here. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like I, I yeah. you know, I don't like to talk a lot of smack with that because I don't know what the experience was like for them, and you know, yeah. I'm sure that nobody really goes into this thinking I want to make a bad game. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, Flying through rings sounds great. <laughs> I'm sure they all like said, "Hey, I enjoy Superman. I want to do something good," but. Eh, you know, <laughs> the positive here, I think, is that the the colors are good. They have bright colors. The graphics mm -hmm. are decent enough for N64, I guess. This is sort of on par for the N64, I suppose. But uh, one more it's thing about executive fog. one more thing about executive meddling. They Warner Brothers or somebody at Warner Brothers was apparently pushing for a more SimCity approach. In which Superman was the mayor of Metropolis. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? It sounds like somebody who has not read a single Superman comic and just wants oh. his own SimCity video game. It sounds oh, fucking boy. incredible. Incredibly bad. But <laughs> it's definitely like, you know, the, pe people talk about this on YouTube sometimes too, where they're like, you know, when you watch a movie, it's so bad, it's good. Some people do mm, that for video yeah. games, too. And maybe that could have been one of those games. But this <laughs> game here, Superman 64, is just so bad, it's bad, in my opinion. Be uh, Superman, so... the mayor of Metropolis. Go to a city council meeting. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Talk to the people. Let's talk you about... You always want a Superman game, right? Yeah. Let's talk about so reception within, at the um, time. Go ahead, go ahead, Zach. Within Sorry. the story of this game, so uh, yeah. Superman is, like, sitting... Hooked up to a virtual reality controller <laughs> I and think thinking so. this? I think so, yeah. That's this is that's another reason why, uh, maybe a hot take for some, but I don't like Assassin's Creed either because mm. you're in a virtual simulation inside the game going into the past. Dude, mm -hmm. just don't. that For some reason, that story fucks it up for me. I don't like that in the game. I am with you there. To me, it's, it's similar... Um, it's similar to my issues with time travel, where it's like, if you put that in there, then you're removing any real sense of consequence. Right, right, right. Like super, like the Superman movie from 78, a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes back in time? I barely remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think Marlon Brando got about a million bucks for it. That's all I really remember. It's like four million for, or something? For four hours or some shit? 
I, I know it was an insane amount. mispronouncing Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> yeah, he mispronounces it as well. So uh, let's talk about reception for this game a little bit. So even though it's considered the worst video game of all time, uh, despite this, NPD group data shows that Superman was a top seller in North America during the month of June of 1999. In July of that same year, Titus announced that Superman had obtained the title of the third best-selling game for the N64. So... Um, and you got to remember, this is before people knew about it. It wasn't infamous just yet. So people really wanted a Superman game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that being said, Nintendo Power ish, uh, issue 196 did call it the number one worst Nintendo game. So Whoa, there is wow. that. Also, uh, my favorite game magazine, like I said before, EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. It was reviewed by four reviewers. That was a normal thing. They had four different dudes, and they all gave it a a 0.5 out of 10, a 4 out of 10, a 2 out of 10, and a 1.5 out of 10. John Davison, the critic that gave it a 0.5 out of 10, admitted that the game successfully loaded up and was the only reason he did not give it a full 0 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah um, it's uh and as of superman as of 2017 superman 64 holds the guinness world record of the for the lowest rated superhero game and game rank game rankings dot uh, com a- aggregate score is 22.9 percent so basically 23 yeah, percent and a little, high. a little high yeah it should be a little bit lower than that so all right Let's rank this shit. So we're going to start off with Ben here um, <laughs> and, and and rank this thing. So we have uh, Superman 64, man. What are we giving it? Uh, sounds like I'm giving it an F. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual reality concept plus you're just flying through a bunch of rings and looking yeah. like you're kind of just swimming through the air. <laughs> Fresh stroke. <laughs> or stalking children on skateboards. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, the Game Boy 1 is is worse it sounds like because the whole like green look to it just looked terrible but i would say this is probably just one notch above yeah okay we're going with zach next it's a shame that both games like i said that are based on the superman animated series that i love are garbage water so (laughs) i don't know um i'm gonna give it an f2 because that those rings really reminded me of like the virtual reality stuff on arkham city and i hated that uh so yes okay. i'm gonna give it an f as well it looked very unpleasant to play the controls are fucking mm. terrible all right so uh we're going with uh, mike next yeah i think that this is a uh an f minus i think it's actually <laughs> i think it's actually worse i think i feel that it's actually a less competent game than the game boy game mm-hmm I think that uh, while the Game Boy game is terrible and doesn't suit the license in any way, shape, or form, it still felt functional, even though I hated it. But this game, I felt like there was nothing I could do. When I finally got through the first group of rings, I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to go pick up that car in this weird open field i don't really understand it and and it's just like i couldn't do it like i was just bumping into the car and then i think i picked it up and i just said i'm i've got to shut this off i can't do this the, so yeah the, it's terrible the clunky controls really sent it over the edge too it's it's just so bad uh, <sighs> yeah. well nothing i say is going to change it because the average is there at the f i <laughs> i was thinking about an e but it yeah it's it's an f it's a it's an yeah. f I wanted to maybe go easy on it, but yeah, there's just no saving this thing. So, 
Alright, so Superman 64 gets the F, and it's in the F slot. Moving on. Let me uh, switch that As Zach said, again. it's a shame that uh, the yeah. Superman animated series is one of the best ones. And we also covered the Batman the animated series video games. And those did not seem to be <laughs> of the same low quality <laughs> on it. You yeah, at least got, those like, were a cool, excellent. Yeah, like a cool lost episode thing. Instead, they're just like, eh, just throw some shit together with him in virtual reality. Because that's exactly what you want mm-hmm. out of a Superman game. So the next one is an unreleased one. This is also by Titus. Uh, okay. <laughs> So the 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 N64 one, uh, I don't think we can rank this one either. By the way, but uh, the N64 one did so bad. This one was canceled kind of midway through. But like we said, the last <laughs> one, the canceled ones seem better. Uh, they it does even though it's made by improve, Titus, it does. There's a lot less ring flying. Uh, let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it says uh, in in the un- in the canceled PlayStation version of the game, the unpopular stages where Superman has to fly have been omitted. Though development for the PlayStation game was abandoned after being only seventy five percent complete, clips of the game's version can be found in on video sharing sites like YouTube and shit. So for the people that are watching on uh, YouTube, we're just gonna take a look at this real quick and comment on it for people uh, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you can see. Uh, much better. You get to punch he's, stuff. He's flying yeah. through some shit that's not rings. He's punching things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick up stuff. Uh, yeah, they really. We might have had a decent-ish Superman game here. Really. Um, he also so, looks kind of better to me. PlayStation had better graphics in, in C4 yeah. a lot of the time. The N64 yeah. was just like straight up Vaseline on the lens. Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure if you opened up the system, you would just find Vaseline smothered in there. <laughs> yeah, you can walk. You can walk and then t- and then fly off and and then land again. And you're like punching robots and stuff. It's it's better in every way, seemingly. So maybe Titus just had a better sh- had a fairer shake with this one. This one until it was canceled, you know. Mm. So it's kind of sad, but uh, I'm not sure if we can rank it. Although I did play this on uh, emulator that you can download this, and since it's That's incomplete, cool. you're doing a you play a, like a development version of the game, and you can kind of choose what level you want and shit. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of cool. Although the controls seemed like they and the camera especially was kind of fucked a lot of the times, but it was a game that was incomplete. Yeah, yeah. That's- Camera is one of the hardest things you can do. But just to talk, you know, complete out the list here, uh, just wanted to bring that one up. I mean, I, he's I, got the laser vision here as yeah, well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You can choose the powers. I, no, I had flight. assumed this would be the same game. So, yeah. No, this, this looks is... so much better. So, so much better. I'm sorry, Titus, if, if you guys out there are listening to this. This one really should have been released. At they least got it got fun. an emulator. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, you have the ability to make a good game, but mm-hmm. it just didn't happen with the other ones. And, yeah. and the studio meddling does seem to have been a big deal. So, so yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to skip reviewing for that one. And we have another one that was unreleased. but <laughs> So we're going to kind of go through that one quickly as well. Um, it was for Game Boy Advance. And this one never had a cover either because it was uh, unreleased. So we don't have any box art for this. But it was called Superman Battle for Metropolis. It was going to come out in 2001 for the Game Boy Color which we talked about last time. It was a great, great system uh, developed yeah. by Neon Studios and slated to be published by Inf- Infogrames. This game was canceled after failing to impress the license holder for Superman. Regulations that were imposed on the character provi- prohibited the developers from making the game they wanted, and so this prototype was created as a compromise to meet some of the demands of the licensor. 
Um, but this game was leaked onto the internet in late 2019, so this was leaked fairly recently, mm. actually. That's pretty interesting. I do like the huh. colors in this. It looks decent. Again, the unreleased ones generally seem the best. Uh, so um, the game remained relatively unheard of until it was leaked, um, and doesn't seem like the game was ever mentioned in the media or pre present at any trade show at any time during its development. The game was presumably canceled around the time that the specific build was created and possibly never had an opportunity to see the light of day in any form. This prototype was donated to an to us anonymously. Not to us. This is the copy I'm reading. Uh, and um, it, you can see it on YouTube, and you can also download the ROM, I think. Uh, now, this is a Game Boy Advance game? Game Boy Advance, yes. So it's interesting because this definitely, as a Game Boy Advance game, this is not impressive. It's, yeah, you don't uh, think so? It, it looks somewhere no. between the NES and the Super NES, maybe more like a Turbo Graphics game. Kinda, maybe, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, it should you be know? a little better for for Game it Boy. It looks Advance, like for the sure. uh, one of the original Game Boy games, like maybe Game Boy Pocket or something. Because yeah, I've played the Game Boy Advance games pretty recently, and it's like I've done. Kind of like Mario, almost like Mario Kart on there. I think it's like Mario mm -hmm. Super Circuit, and it's uh, the graphics are really good for that. Yeah, no, the Game Boy Advance is basically like a Super Nintendo, and this yeah. is not looking that Super is true. Nintendo grade. Maybe that's why the so, licensor had problems with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I I could see that they wouldn't be impressed, you know, because uh, you know mm -hmm. it's still one of those things where it's like it needs to just catch your eye, it needs to click right away. And if I were looking at this, I'm like, how am I going to market this? What am I supposed <laughs> to do? <laughs> This is That's looking true. like from a bygone era, as mm -hmm. as fun as it might be, you know, it's still it's just not going to pass muster. The graphics to me, again, I like the colors. They are a little bit low grade for the Game Boy Advance itself, but mm -hmm. the gameplay itself to me seems decent enough. I gotta say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no matter what it controls, like it's it's gotta pass the the. It's not a sniff test. It's the look. It's it's got to people got to look at screenshots. People got to see something and just be like, "Oh yeah, this looks cool." That's true. Yeah, it, yeah. The look is obviously important with a video game, for sure. Especially with something that they would presumably uh market towards a younger uh audience. Right. That's true. So as you can see here, uh the game is a mixture between action platformer and an overhead shooter. Um and uh, there are levels where Superman can fly around the stage and fight enemies and others that have side-scrolling stages with a top-down view and that follow Superman as he is flying. The ROM that you can find online is incomplete, so there are a lot of bugs and it crashes a lot, but just wanted to cover it here. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna, since uh, it was unreleased, I know we've ranked some unreleased ones like Sun Man, but mm -hmm. um, I feel like these were less complete. Sun Man was like 99% complete, I think. There was 95, mm -hmm. so... Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna skip Superman that. Superman looks very ineffective with his powers. He needs to <laughs> yes, jump around a lot. Whenever he punches, it doesn't look like he hits anything. <laughs> that guy's got an iron jaw. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Crypt kryptonite jaw. Like, you're gonna call it Battle for Metropolis. I'm expecting something like really epic, and instead he's like barely able to fly around a bar. Yeah, I'm like oh, he's this just is hopping sad. and hopping. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it for the first part. We're going to go into the break now. Here at Chat of the Wild, our game club podcast, we have been using our lens of truth to do deep dives on the Legend of Zelda series, in order covering one to two dungeons each episode. 
Our show also looks at Zelda likes, such as Crusader of Senti, Golden Axe Warrior, and the bizarre journey of For the Frog the Bell Tolls. Join us right now as we play Ari and the Secret of Seasons, our first new release since Season 1, or check out our past seasons breaking down nearly 20 action-adventure titles. New episodes drop every Wednesday, here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all. As you might have heard, superhero stuff you should know has now teamed up with BarkBox. For every month, you get a box for your special canine. Pooches. Or hounds. That's right. One free extra month if you go to BarkBox.com slash Superhero Stuff Pod. Follow the link and you'll get a free extra month valued at $35 and valid for all multi-length plans. So get the BarkBox for your hound, for your pooch, for your canine. Your doggo will thank you. Hey, uh, Superman, you know, I, I was out getting a slice the other day, and they had a, an arcade machine there, your game. So I tried it, and I don't get it. It was crap. What are you doing? Well, dear Jimmy, are you telling me there's a, a video game with my likeness, the man of steel, the man of tomorrow? Superman? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do, do you not have approvals over these sorts of things or something? No! Should I be making money off of these things? Of course! Everybody's out there making money. Like crazy on these arcade machines. You know how many quarters are in there? I just assumed that, uh, you know, it was for the children or something. I've been seeing people selling my t-shirts on the side of the street. The kids are the ones putting the quarters in. Well, goodness me. So you gotta make sure this stuff is good. You know, you can't put crap out there with your name on it like this. A lot of people, they're gonna start to doubt your abilities. That's not right. I'm going to have to speak to my lawyer. You're saying this arcade Vigia game was crap? Listen, Superman, as your pal, I gotta tell you, these games are crap and they're making you look bad. They had this one, if you do the second player, you're in a red costume. What's that? Listen, your costume's not red. Why are there two Supermans? There is only one Superman. Me. And it makes me darn angry that these video games that the children of Metropolis are playing are casting me in a negative light. It's, it's not Metropolis, Superman. It's New York. I looked at the thing. The game is made in some place, I think, called Taito. I don't know where that is. I've been all throughout the universe, and I've never heard of a Taito. So it's, is this a contained thing? Listen, the, play, the, the pizza place is on 34th Street, right? It's near, uh, what do you call it, Jim Hanley's in the Empire State Building. They got the oh, machine yeah. in there. You just check it out. We'll go see where Taito is. Maybe My word, you guys are both wrong. We've been to Japan before. What? It's in Japan. Taito was in Japan. It's Beppo, by the way. Ah, oh, that must have been one of those times that Barry convinced me to take the marijuana, I forgot. We try to forget that, Superman. Is it just one game? So this is a contained issue for me, the Man of Steel. Only these children at this arcade are playing this game and getting the wrong idea about the Man of Tomorrow. Is that correct? Listen, uh, that's, that's not exactly correct, but I think we should focus on this one game for now. Oh my, I really... One thing at a time, Kal-El. Really need to talk to a lawyer. If there's more than one game with my likeness, there's t-shirts, 
There's hats. I've seen people selling hot dogs with little capes on them. How many times have you flown through rings, Kal-El? Rings? They're too small to fly through. I don't understand. And you don't do breaststroke mo swimming moves in the air. Dear Lord, no. That isn't how I fly at all. Superman, you heat vision, intergang legs. No! Dear Lord, these are human beings. I would never do that unless it were a robot or an alien of some sort. Well, you do in Bizarro's game. Does that mean you don't or you do? He's always got this backwards speak and I never know what he's saying. Bizarro, I'm a little confused. Are you also making money off of my likeness? Have you and a team of developers made a game for yourself? Your likeness, my likeness, say. That's not true. You've got a cracked and janky white face and a purple and blue outfit. We don't look alike at all. Again, if he says not, does that mean yes? Does he say no, it means yes? I, I really never know what he's saying. Me talk more normal now. Bizarro, be straight with us. Have you, you're the one behind all these games, correct? That's why they're so, so bad. It would make sense. Grand scheme of Bizarro. You are going to tarnish the great name of the Man of Steel via bad video games, I believe. That's right. Me no care, me making money. See ya. Uh, we got a lot of work to do. Hey, this is Alex Ramsey, host of the What Mean podcast, and you are listening to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. And we're back. All right, so the next one we're going to be actually reviewing, because it actually came out, was Superman Shadow of Apocalypse for GameCube in Ooh. 2002. Oh, let me... Uh, Looks like another Ooh. Tim vs. Superman. It is a Tim vs. Superman. So Could this be the yeah. redemption of Tim vs. Superman? Got on the cover. I already like it better. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It seems okay, right? Uh, in this, the plot is a new, <laughs> a, new game of, a, new gang of, a new gang of robots from Apocalypse has come to bring new weapons in hopes of defeating Superman and taking over Earth. Superman must stop them as well as stopping Parasite. And Metallo. I think that's the first time cool. we've seen Parasite in a video game. Sounds like it, yeah. And uh, they have been set free by apocalyptic machines. Players yeah. run, punch, and fly through the skies, controlling the one and only Superman in cartoon form. You play through 14 levels to save the world from these sinister plans. And Darkseid and Lex Luthor show up, of course, as well. Um, I actually... I said seems because I, I, I... Like you said, Mike, the playing the games with that were CD-based are... It was a little bit, a little bit tough to play these, and I don't have a GameCube. I didn't buy it on eBay for this, for this episode. The graphics look pretty good for GameCube, though, right? I thought that this was a, a good-looking game. I, I definitely yeah. thought it was visually fine for the era, <laughs> and you know, the simpler graphics work beautifully for this. I actually quite yes. like them. Yes, um, this is for the best-looking one issue. so far. The issue was not in the appearance at all. <laughs> the issue was that it's. You know, it felt like it had really good ideas. I felt like I was enjoying using the abilities, but it just didn't feel quite as polished as I would have liked. And, okay. you know, with a licensed game, I recognize that they're very likely on a certain deadline. They're trying to yeah. be a part of that zeitgeist for whatever the, the show is at the time. But uh, I feel like this is a game that was very promising, but didn't deliver. Okay. Do you yeah. play, did you play, you play or just watch YouTube videos? No, this one I played a, a fair amount before I oh, was nice. just like, oh, okay. It had, the emulation had some issues um, 
it's throwing some fogging in the bottom half of the screen and oh. stuff. But it still worked. It still felt fine. You know, it felt okay. like I would expect it to control on regular hardware, which is not all that great. So there's okay. that caveat. Put a little asterisk on that. Maybe on original hardware, it would be more responsive than it was. But it, it still felt a little janky and unpolished. But okay. I felt like it had a lot of promise. Okay. Yeah, this is one of the better ones, it looks like. I, I was unable to play it. But, yeah, it's, I mean, as we can see here, the colors are great. The action seems decent. He's running and flying and punching shit. He's not going through rings. It looks like the cartoon that it's from mm -hmm. uh there's a lot going on here that seems pretty decent he's picking up heavy shit that's really what you want to do <laughs> you know you want to pick up heavy shit and throw it so mm -hmm. i mean at least they had that going on so that is good so uh he's just punching the shit out of that guy shit out of a convict <laughs> yeah. yes these are human beings <laughs> he must be holding back a little bit <laughs> he must be let's just assume that it has like little cutscenes too. The cell shading stuff looks like it looks like the fucking cartoon. So it reminds me enough. of um, Batman Vengeance. Is that right, Ben? Is that what the game was called? Yeah, yeah, it does kind of look like that. Because that was PlayStation. I remember the 3D animated type of uh, version to the Timverse. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna rank this one, and let's start off with Ben. What did you think of this? Well, you know, it looks like the Timverse animated series. It looks a lot better than the other ones. It looks like you actually do all the other powers outside of just flying all the damn time. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, I'm just going give to give it an A based off what I've seen. Wow, nice. Okay. Zach? I think I'm going to give it a C because uh, it still looked clunky. But okay. I did, like Ben said, I do think it looked a whole lot better. I really like the name. Uh, that yeah. would have like intrigued me already whenever I was a kid looking at the box. And the fact that you get to fight against uh, Metallo and you said Parasite was in it, like all these mm -hmm. cool villains that I, you know, you don't ever get to see in games most of the time. At least the ones I've the played. Convicts you beat the shit out of. That's that right. You get to hit we saw. normal human beings as Superman and they're just fine. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. give it a C, I think. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Talking about Parasite, I, haven't seen any footage on that, so forgive me, listeners out there, but it, it does seem like a very good villain for a Superman video game because he could, like, suck your, you know, energy out, energy bar, and then put it mm -hmm. into his energy bar, you know? So that would mm -hmm. uh, trans yeah. tra translates it perfectly to a video game. Uh, Mike? Yeah, um, I think that on the overall, I would give this a B. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's, it's good. It, it's it's got a lot of promise obviously that promise will never really be fulfilled because it's already said and done um <laughs> i do think that they did a good job by having the art style of course i'm a, I'm a big fan of cell shading and that style of uh, art anyhow but yeah. it helps to mask some of the other issues you know that they're, that are there technically um because this game came out in 2002 so yeah. we're looking at you know just a little bit before the start of the Xbox and everything, which really outclassed the PlayStation and the GameCube. Um, so that art style helps it hold up. Um, the gameplay, moment to moment, definitely felt janky, definitely had some clunk to it, but I liked what they were doing. And so I got to give it props for that. Yeah, I, I'm going with the average as well. I'm, I'm going with B for this mm -hmm. one because this is... They knew what they were doing with this one. Like we said before, the, the, the mm -hmm. colors are good. I know I always bring up the colors, but it's obviously important. Yeah. And 
the gameplay that I've seen anyway looks like what you'd want, really. Uh, you're flying and punching things, picking up heavy stuff, like we said. So it looks <laughs> it looks like the Timverse. So yeah, I think this is this is one of the better ones, and it's in the B category, which, by the way, is filled up the most out of all of our ranks rankings <laughs> so far. Which is so kind of striking. Superman games aren't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, they're bad, they're we'll really see. bad. We'll see. So, moving forward. So, the next one was for Xbox in 2002, the same year. It was called Superman the Man of Steel. And uh, it is based on the comic book mythos. So, not the movies. We're going to get to more of the movie stuff. The movie stuff's coming up, obviously. Uh, and... The story flows out of events outlined in Superman Y2K in which futuristic villain Brainiac 13 injected Metropolis with a technological virus. Superman was to prevent it from spreading, but as a result of it, the city was upgraded into a true city of tomorrow. Huge high-tech buildings soar into the sky while hover cars and the railwell bullet train travel throughout the city. Two of Superman's biggest rivals, Brainiac 13 and Lex Luthor, of course, have plans for world domination in this. Uh, but it's nothing new for our caped hero, of course. Of course. Uh, but this is yeah. a pretty cool setup, right? Yeah. This is a good plot. Sounds like it. I wish I played this. I looked it up. I did try to play it because I love this art so far the most out of this generation of systems. Xbox was the most powered out of this generation, too. So that's nice. It also looks like Atari was attached to this. Um, so that's interesting considering it's for Xbox and um, the controls were known to be terrible <laughs> Uh-oh. Mike did you play this no I couldn't get a hold of this one so, so there is an X there's an Xbox emulator right yeah I, I mean I got an update from a friend recently about the Xbox emulation but I don't know how early we are in that Honestly, Microsoft should have taken care of this. I mean, they've got such good BC support on their systems, but... Yeah, Microsoft, put the entire Xbox library on your virtual console immediately. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Put them all on there. This should not be a problem. I should be able to buy this game for $5 on my Xbox Series X right now. Uh, So I don't know why. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, great for 2002. I like uh, the streaks of like blue and red behind him too. That's pretty cool. That's a nice touch. I'm I also like the, the city looks really <laughs> cool as well in the game. Yeah. The graphics are getting better as we go along. We're going in chronological mm-hmm. order for the most part. Um, so yeah, he's flying. He's picking up heavy shit. He's punching things. This is what we want, right? Not all. He was using that freeze breath. Terrible. He has <laughs> yeah, freeze, freeze breath, breath too. finally. Yes. Um, and speaking of freeze breath, most of his abilities that we know from the comics are at the immediate disposal of the player. Also, of course, flight, super strength, x-ray vision, super hearing also assists with the game's radar system. <laughs> That's yeah. great, right? Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good little way to hmm. like skin standard things in games. Like, okay, yeah, it's normal to have radars and indicators and stuff, but it's like, oh, your radar is actually Superman's uh, super hearing. <laughs> Yeah, like, right? That's okay, great. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Go ahead. Do the in-game justification. That's a much better approach than like a virtual reality kind of thing. Oh, he yeah. is looking for keys, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> F. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, he uses Mystery x-ray vision please. when he's searching for bombs and shit. Um, 
man, this was this was on the list of games that were not uh, available to play on that emulator. The emulator has games that has a list of the whole Xbox library, and mm-hmm. it it's, it was just it was in the non-playable list, which kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. I, I really wish that uh, this was playable because mm. this one was one I was really looking forward to. So. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I would have liked to have gotten some hands-on time with it. And, you know, you say that there's reports of the controls being finicky. Like, that's the big deciding factor because it, it looks oh. like it would be a lot of fun. But if I get hands-on and it, it handles like crap, then it is crap. Yeah, man. It <laughs> just mm-hmm. kind of – it's – you really have to get the controls right. It's got to be real snappy controls. That's and, that's the main thing yeah. about video gaming. You know, that's your connection to the avatar right, on screen. Right, You're controlling right. it. And if it doesn't feel good to control, then it's not a good game. That's to me. That's the that's the breaking factor for fighting games too. You got to have on point controls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the storyline was derived from the events of several Superman comic books into one for this game, and it has a gigantic metropolis to explore. It's pretty much open world apparently. Nice. And it, you go to different DC locations, including the Phantom Zone. Ooh. Eight costumes <laughs> to unlock. Uh, and this, uh, the other trivia for this game is it has the same writer, Scott Peterson, uh, the same writer as Batman Dark Tomorrow. Mm. So there's that. And so it also coincidentally, this game was released the same year as we discussed earlier, Superman Shadow of, Shadow of Apocalypse. And uh, it says that a Shadow of Apocalypse is arguably one of the better Superman games and one that has better flight control. So maybe the flying is better in that game, but this game is, look really is great one the other one is cell shaded timverse and this mm-hmm. one is like more or less trying to copy the you know comic books themselves mm-hmm. uh which it has a great look i think yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh the reception of this game go ahead was somebody gonna say something oh yeah no i was just gonna say i i liked the flying and shadow of apocalypse the the hand-to-hand combat wasn't all that great that's where you felt a lot of the jank but the flying felt pretty good to me mm-hmm. okay cool that's good to know it had this game had mixed to negative reviews, many citing the confusing control scheme. Game rankings gave hmm. it a score of forty two point twenty eight. Metacritic has it at a forty four out of a hundred. IGN called the game quote unquote pure kryptonite, stating, I'm convinced <laughs> Superman has a bottle of wild turkey tucked in his back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what else could explain why he's so incredibly difficult to control? <laughs> <laughs> Even so, a lot of it feels like a large step in the right direction. If they had mm-hmm. only gotten the controls right for this, right? Did, did you guys ever try Gun Valkyrie on the Xbox? Mm-hmm. I didn't have an game? Xbox, man. My brother had an Xbox. I was mm-hmm. uh, just PS1 guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gun Valkyrie was a third-person shooter made by uh, Sega, the Smilebit team. It was okay. a beautiful game. Uh, it seemed super cool all about the action i i owned it but i had so much trouble controlling it and i I would love to be able to go back to that the thing is at this time in gaming we still hadn't really established uh sort of a common language of controlling third person action games or even first person action games it was almost like you had to learn the idiosyncratic controls of every game individually that's and true. I think we really we benefit from that sort of common language nowadays that we just didn't have at the time this game was released. Mm-hmm. Like the first Resident Evil had fixed camera angles. Remember that? That the that's tank unheard of now. Started by Alone in the Dark. Yeah. Yeah, that was 
just hard to deal with. And if you're younger <laughs> out there and you've only dealt with Resident Evil 4 till now, go back and mm-hmm. see how how much we had to deal with. Although we loved those games at the time. Well, that's the thing. So that that kind of tank control thing ended up becoming almost a standard for that genre. The survival horror that's genre true. used it in so many games from different developers. So it was like we were constantly struggling to find a common language of control. <laughs> Until we, we finally really found established. it. That is true. So we're going to rank this one since it was actually released. This is, uh, uh, again, this is uh, yeah. Ma- Superman Man of Steel 2002 for mm-hmm. Xbox. And starting off with Ben, what are you giving it? Well, I gave the last one an A, but it sounds like this one, the controls are worse on it. We gave that one a B overall, so I... I'll say B. All right, Zach. I'm gonna say B too. Uh, if it wasn't if it wasn't for what you told me about the controls, I would have given mm-hmm. it an A just based on how it looked and how the gameplay mm-hmm. looked. I thought it it looked really cool, and I liked that you could use Superman's different abilities. All right, Mike. I mean, it looks like everything's in order, but of course, that that's <laughs> the big wild card. Is how mm-hmm. does it feel? You know, so like, yeah. if I were to say, I give this a solid C because it can go either way. <laughs> if if you feel okay. good with the controls, I mm-hmm. think that this gets bumped up to a B. If you don't like the controls, maybe it drops down to a D. But I do think that it has a lot of promise. When I was watching the the uh, clips of the combat, I actually really liked the um, the constant approach of like, I'm gonna do the 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 heat ray at this distance, close the gap, do the freeze breath, and then shatter them. Like to me, that's a really Mm -hmm. uh, gratifying Mm -hmm. progression in the combat. Right. So Mm -hmm. even just watching it felt good. It was like, oh yeah, here we go again. One, two, three, one, two, three. If that felt good to control, I'd say this game is unquestionably a B or even higher. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I think that this is probably a B to it. It almost pains me to give it a B. I kind of want to give it an A, just because mm-hmm. I, I think this is the really far and away the best looking one mm-hmm. uh, so far for sure. And really, I mean, maybe of all time, well, we're going to get better ones as time goes along, I, I guess. But uh, I love the look of this one. I never had yeah. an Xbox. Uh, mm-hmm. My brother was not going to rent this game, I think. He doesn't really like Superman. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, yeah, I think it looks great. And like you said, everything is in order but the one thing. And it's gotta, you got to really have the good controls, but mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. doesn't. So yeah. I kind of want to give it a B plus, but it's still a B. So we're going to give that right. one a B. Yeah, with a yeah. little asterisk because you can actually get to play it. <laughs> Aster- I know. I, 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 God, I would, I would buy it for five bucks. You hear me, Xbox Windows or whatever? Get it on <laughs> there, man. Right now, there's a bunch of executives like, listen, I just got word that this guy is ready to get it for five bucks. Andrew, listen, it's his we birthday. need this five bucks. Get it out there. <laughs> listen, you hear me? You hear me, Warner Brothers? <laughs> Okay, moving on to the next Here one. Here are calls. All right, so the next one, I think it was the last one for Game Boy Advance, which was the 2003 release, Superman Countdown to Apocalypse. It's uh, once again based on the animated series of the 90s, and it has bosses such as Livewire, Metallo, and Bruno Mannheim. Ooh. So that's different, right? Interesting lineup. Got some inner gang action. Inner gang, yep. <laughs> Agents of Darkseid come to Earth to bring down the Man of Steel. And also, Calabac <laughs> kidnaps Lois Lane in this one. And someone's got to do it. <laughs> someone's got to yeah. do it, yeah. The gameplay is isometric view. 
uh, Superman is able to fly across these levels and uses heat vision. He has ice blasts and stuff like that. Can punch and kick enemies to the ground. And uh, so for me, I don't know how you feel about this, Mike, but I said this hmm. in the Batman one. I said it before. I'll say it again. I don't like isometric view. Oh, I absolutely do not. It's it's very rare okay. that I go for the isometric. It's pretty much just Diablo. <laughs> I don't even like that. And for people that don't know, people that are listening, isometric view is overhead, but a little t- uh, like at an angle. So not directly overhead like you would see in Zelda. It's at an it's at an angle. And there's just something about that. I it affects the controls. It makes the characters too small too for me. I mm-hmm. I am a basically prejudiced against isometric view. I just don't like it. I've, I don't think I've ever liked a game with isometric view except for maybe Cubert. Uh, but I think that game has some charm just because it's so old and it kind of benefits from the stage design a yes, lot with, with that isometric view. This, though, I would have preferred not isometric view, but that's just me. It looks like it looks like it would create some blind spots, too. Like when you walk behind yes. certain buildings, yes. you can't see mm-hmm. everything all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, okay, I'm going to spoil this one right now. This is... I think the best of the bunch. Really? I think that the isometric view, I don't like isometric, but in a way, this this to me is the game that's kind of so bad it's good. Really? There are certain things like you're you're looking at these enemies off screen. I don't know if the video is going to show this again. But he has this shoulder charge technique that's just like it sends you flying across like say three screen lengths you can't see where you're going but you when you Mm -hmm. do it you end up bulldozing like two to three enemies in one go it's hilarious (laughs) i love it it's so gratifying so the shoulder charge feels great and then like i was doing the the tank fight and i loved freezing the tank and just picking it up and chucking it multiple times this is not a good game but it's a game i like Wow. Okay. It really is. Was not I expecting was, that. I neither was I. I'll tell you that. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I was man. actually laughing at while playing it because it was like, oh my god, that's dumb. This is I can stupid. See that. Yeah. But I'm having a good time. This, this is funny. And I, I didn't just, even get to the tank. I played it for a bit, and I I was like, ah, oh, isometric view. That's the first thing. I don't like that. Mm. But yeah. it also the first the first level starts you off, which I think we're watching now in the video. It's just so plain i don't want to be fighting these gangster dudes i want to be the level level design is dumb (laughs) yeah not even flying you're just running around you can fly but you can't fly he does make this even dumber yeah from what i'm seeing right now it's kind of dumb i yeah it's (laughs) i was not expecting heat vision though to be killing all of inner gang (laughs) basically on a killing spree in this this would be made so much better if the villains were like metallo metal militia or whatever yeah so you're not just outright killing humans like killing (laughs) like gangsters are cool for batman i don't like Mm -hmm. inner gang i guess has a spot in superman mythos but Mm. i make it make it fucking um uh robots please Uh, you want a militia then you can then you can have superman ripping off limbs too because just a (laughs) robot you know what i mean it would be totally fine they've done this in ninja turtles for years uh, so that's how uh, Leonardo could chop off limbs because it was always a robot. Let's mm-hmm. have that, please. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this is just maybe if the other levels are better, but your your first level's got to start off with a bang, man. This is mm-hmm. just it was just kind of lackluster for me. Yeah. IGN says, <laughs> yeah, IGN said Superman isn't all bad, but it's 
just not nearly as good as it could have been. Blame it on bad design ideas or its unfortunate development cycle, but the game doesn't feel finished. There are so many little things that could have been tweaked to make this game a lot better, but instead we got several weak elements in an adventure that only takes a couple hours to complete. I couldn't even get that far, man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so. it's definitely, it feels like such an unambitious game. It's kind of yeah. like the, the general design of the first level, and I think it's every other level or something, is yeah. uh, like Gauntlet, where you're kind of, you would go to the, where the enemies are spawning, but in this case, you're going to where the um, enemies are holding someone hostage. So you have the map uh, there, and you go and you free them. But that means I'm just going to wind up, do my cool shoulder charge, laugh at how the sc screen scrolls insanely, and like how I'm supposed to follow that action. <laughs> and, That's true. Yeah, this is one of the few games that I think is just not a good game, but I like it. I find its weak points to be charming, and I All would right. actually go back and play more of this. Wow. Well, let's yeah. rank it officially now, then. <laughs> so, again, this is Superman Countdown to Apocalypse for Game Boy Advance 2003, I think I said. Mm -hmm. uh, let's start off with Ben. This one is tough because, like, as a Superman game, it does not seem to be as good as some of the others in terms of representing Superman or, or his powers or what he would do. However, as based off of what Mike was saying, as an actual game, if I divorce myself from it being Superman... Mm -hmm. It does seem like it would be kind of cool <laughs> to play right. around and just heat vision people's legs off and <laughs> take them down and <laughs> just vaporize them with one punch. Like, it sounds seems pretty cool. So for that, I'll give it a B. All right. Zach? I'm going to give it a D. It looks like okay. a game I would not want to play. It looks kind of lame. That? Just because it's too You're plain? Not yeah, you're like you said. You're not flying. You're just running around in like the mm -hmm. you can fly. the you know low. Well, at least in the in what I saw, like yeah. you can't go, you can't fly up. You can fly oh, like no. through the lower yeah. levels of Metropolis, and you're just stopping the same crime over and over again. And it just I don't know. It didn't look as exciting as the last game we saw, and I, even for that time, I feel like it could have been better. All right, Mike. Yeah, I'll reiterate, this is definitely an unambitious uh, game. It's it's barely a Superman game of sorts. It's like the powers are there because it's a Superman game, but like you could slot anyone else in. There is story stuff. I don't know um, the intergang all that well or anything. The story uh, beats are too long. The text is too slow to come through and everything. I was just like, okay, come on. I want to shoulder charge somebody again. So... <laughs> And the, the screen being isometric, I don't like. the uh, It scrolls so fast, but it just, it makes me laugh. Like, it's a <laughs> it's like Surf Ninjas to me. Like, that's not a good movie. I love it, though. I'll watch any Air Bud movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, this is like, this is a video game Air Bud, and I okay. really enjoy it. If, if I, I were that. to choose any one game so far to go back to, this would be it. So I have to give it an A because it's the only <laughs> one that I really want to play. Oh but it's also, it's also clearly a D game. <laughs> That's, I mean, but I like that you give it an A. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't think it's so bad it's good, but I don't think it's horrendously bad either, like Superman 64. I think it's just generically bad. It's mm. 
You know, people want to, anytime Superman's not phenomenal, people will just immediately say it's the worst thing ever. For some, mm-hmm. for some reason, a lot of people have a real knee-jerk reaction to Superman in movies and in games. Uh, well, Superman 64 kind of deserves it. But other than that, <laughs> I think that kind of thing exists. But uh, I, I think um, I'm going to, I would personally put it in like maybe a, I give it a D probably. Uh, it's not great, but maybe I'll play it again and see what you're talking about, Mike. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised by that. So it's, uh, the tank fight moment definitely impressed me. I had to laugh at that. It was just, that's what started <laughs> to push me over the edge to be like, yeah, I like how dumb this is. <laughs> okay. Soto charge can, can, can help. I think Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. So <laughs> what's the average here? You think a C? I, the, I think so. Yeah. Okay. It was A and B and two Ds, so. Okay, yeah, yeah we're at a C at then. A C. We're mm-hmm. at a C. Okay, so the next one came out in 2006. Uh, it's Superman Returns, and it came out uh, for PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360, and, I th- and Nintendo DS. We're going to talk mainly about the PlayStation 2 version just to kind of keep it simple, everybody, all right? I'm sure the Nintendo DS version was pretty different from the others, but we're going to skip that one, okay, just to save some time here. Uh, so... It was a game made by EA Tiburon and published by Electronic Arts along with WB. The game features the voice and likeness of Brandon Routh, because it's a tie-in with the movie, right? Mm -hmm. And it also has the voices of Kevin Spacey and Diana Agron, Katie Kowalski, uh, I mean uh, Parker Posey and Sam Huntington. Kowalski. Yeah. And oh, Agron replaces uh, Kate Bosworth. So okay, she I was did wondering. Not, I was like, yeah. she was not in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the game, Superman com- combats Bizarro, actually, it's awesome. as well as other classic villains, Metallo, Mongol, and Riot. <laughs> so he gets better fights in this than he did in the movie. Yes. He yeah. Does. Really. He 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 throws uh, a punch in this, which is one more than the uh, movie did. <laughs> it's wow. PS2, so our graphics are Ooh. getting better. The flight is a lot cooler, as we uh, are seeing here in the video. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, that is kind of cool. It's kind of blurry on the sides, as if you're like super speeding, flying through everything. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot going on with this game that is correct, I think, despite uh, Superman Returns' uh, stigma surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the get the player is required to master Superman's powers, because Superman might cause harm to the city. If his powers are used incorrectly, the city hmm. has an energy bar in this game. Huh. So this That's was r- awesome. Go ahead. Yes. I just said it, it was is, awesome. Yeah. Yes, it is new. It is a very new thing and a quite uh, a good uh, call for the for the game for the game creators here. I think mm-hmm. Metropolis has a damage meter, not Superman. That's yeah. so you have to take care of other people. So that's huh. nice, right? Yeah, it's really creative. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I think that's probably the best solution to the Superman problem of being yes. like, okay, well, this is somebody who can handle anything. Well, we need something yeah. to be weak. It's the city. <laughs> that's that's yes. great. It's a Zack good, Snyder's good Man of Steel game would just be your, <laughs> your you would have to destroy the city. That would be like your goal. <laughs> yeah. The city would be the enemy bar over there. <laughs> you fight Smash the city into it, yeah, as much as you can. <laughs> oh man, there is an unlockable Bizarro Rampage mode that will allow the player <laughs> to is. cause havoc as Bizarro for an unlimited oh, go, amount Zach. of time. That is awesome. <laughs> I 
That's pretty yeah. cool. That's cool, right? This is actually this looks pretty legit, really. Yeah. This is a step in the right direction for sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Uh, despite Better what we're thinking right now, the game rankings gave it a thirty-two percent for the <laughs> DS version, forty forty-six percent for the PS2 version, fifty-five. 54% for the Xbox version and 53 for Xbox 360 version <laughs> had better graphics. So <laughs> Sorry, we were just curious what the hell he just did. He just basically he just, threw a car. Heat visioned it. <laughs> I was like, you're supposed to save the city, dude. Yeah, there's people <laughs> in those cars. <laughs> this is uh this is a Grand Theft Auto style playing we're seeing right now where they're just yeah. it's supposed to be the bizarro thing. Hell man, if you're just having fun with it, why not? Just fuck around <laughs> with Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you didn't play this one, right, Mike? No, but uh, it didn't work in um, PC SX2. I tried to get it yeah. running on the Xbox Series X through RetroArch. Nothing right. was going to do it, unfortunately. The the funny thing is, this is actually still available for purchase on the Xbox 360. Is it really? It is, but it doesn't have BC support, so I couldn't run it on the Xbox Series X or the Xbox One. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's only like ten bucks, I think, which uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, hey, but one guy at Microsoft, hear there. my cries. <laughs> Get the shit but on there. I I don't have any way to play it right now, so yeah, I tried I've, PC I still, uh, PS2, and no luck there. I still got an Xbox 360. I should try to find this game so I can play it. Yeah, ten bucks on the Microsoft Store. This game to me seems like, even though it had low reviews, it's one of those games that I'd probably like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it has bad reviews, you know, there's always those movies that have low mm-hmm. scores that you kind of like. You know, this this yeah. probably would be yeah. that for me. This this game looks like it's doing everything right, pretty much. You, the city is the fucking energy bar. Come on, that's cool. That's a really mm-hmm. good thing. You can, it's, it looks like it's open world. You can jump up and fly, and then land and punch things, fly and punch things. The fucking all the powers are there. It seems like so. Yeah, it looks it looks great to me. To me, this looks it, like it's really inspired by Crackdown. Where it's like, Could here's be. my action figure, a superhero running through the city. Mm-hmm. Could be. It could. Do you be. think it got bad reviews because of the movie itself? It could have had that stigma to it. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Okay, starting off with mm. Ben again. What are we giving this game, man? Just this based on the looks of it. <laughs> based on the looks of it, I would give it an A. However, it sounds like the gameplay, like the actual you trying to play it, sounds like it kind of sucks. So I'd have to bump that down to a B. Okay. Let's uh, okay. Go on with Zach then. Yeah, I'm still gonna give it an A. It looked awesome. Like I, it act, I actually want to try to find it to to play it now, just because mm-hmm. it looks really cool. Because I didn't like the movie Superman Returns. I had no idea that the game actually included all this other stuff. So uh, that's already made the movie better in my eyes. Just from what do you think you had game. to do? You just spy on Lois Lane and her kid the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. You, you can be Superman's son and smash people with pianos. I don't know what you're going to do. You get stabbed by Lex Luthor. So, the review hey, somehow yeah. worse than Superman 64. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. But There's I mean, no if, if it was X-ray vision to spying on Lois Lane and shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be oh, fucking ridiculous. The big boss is lifting up the giant kryptonite planet they're somehow, somehow able to lift, yeah. even though it's made of kryptonite. <laughs> Yeah, we have not covered that at all on this podcast, but we should get to that eventually. <laughs> we will one one day. That'll be a fun episode. I remember we, when we've I was, covered the video games before we covered the movies. When I was watching when the theater, and he picks up that picks up that island of kryptonite. I was like, "What? 
<laughs> yeah. So, so like, yeah. What is going on here? Tiny little piece in his back completely destroys him, but a whole plant full of it, I'm like, yeah, I can pull it and I can pick that up and throw that into space, no problem. Just unbelievable. Uh, so we got an we got an A from Zach, we got a B from Ben, and Mike. Uh, this strikes me as a B. Like it definitely, okay. you know. Again, I haven't played it. I just took a quick look at the Microsoft Store online, and it. It looks like maybe the demo is still available, but I can't find where to purchase it. But that was just a cursory check. Um, It looks like it looks like a competent game. It doesn't look like it's anything really too big or too grandiose. um, And the joy is really in just sort of flying around and fighting stuff to protect the city. And I think that that could be a lot of fun. I think maybe it would have similar vibes to the Game Boy game where I'm like, I don't care that this isn't great. I'm having fun with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So wait, what so, is it? A B or an A? I, I would I would give it a B. Is uh, in my impression. Okay. I almost want to give it an A myself, but I don't think that changes the average. So we're giving it a B. Yeah, yeah we got two A's and two B's. Oh, so I could set it over. Uh, oh, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it actually a B for now. But if we come back to it, I might give it an A. I do, I do want to, I do want to purchase it if it's ten bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could swear I saw it the other day for ten bucks, and now I'm looking at the the site, and all I see is try demo, and then a bunch of uh, video blogs, whatever that means. Hmm. Video blogs. Well, to the listeners, it is Andrew's birthday, so you know you can get him something. <laughs> me up, Ten everybody. bucks. That's all it is. <laughs> two, this is coming out two weeks after, but yeah, sure, I'll take I it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gave that one a B. We have a shitload of games in the B uh, category I now. This is surprising. I thought it would all be like C and below. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that's crazy. Episode. Yeah. We are generous. All right, so moving on from that. Let's reevaluate the B category in the next yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Part three, were they we did, too generous? The they didn't even like play the games. games, and they're ranking them. Who are these <laughs> jackasses? Yeah, that's what I got to say. Put the asterisk on everything. The, yeah, thing is- the next one is an unreleased game for PS3. We're not going to be reviewing this one. It was called... It looks great. Give it a name. Oh, shit. It was called Blue Steel. And again, like we keep saying... Or at least I keep saying, look at these unreleased ones, man. <laughs> this this shit. looks insane. He's fighting Doomsday right now. This is probably a cutscene, but I think these are in-game graphics, it's, though. You can see the, yeah. the yeah. controller in the upper right. So this would be a, like a Shenmue quick timer event, most likely. Okay, I, that's true. That's true. Why? I don't know why. When PS3 came out, for some mm. reason, it had all these like quick time event shit. It was like, we got this fucking brand new hardware. We're doing quick time bullshit. The fuck is this all about? They want to show you cool cinematic stuff, but they realize that you got to play a game at the same time. So the caveat is, here's some QTEs. God, it should kill me. Mm. Well, anyway, in 2008, Star Wars Rogue Squadron developer develop, uh, developer fi- uh, Factor 5 teamed with up-and-coming publisher Brash Entertainment to create an ambitious open-world game based on the Man of Steel. By May of 2009, Factor 5 was no more. Uh, oh, the game was seventy-five. Huh. This game was seventy-five percent done. Hmm. Uh, they ran into financial issues due to a combination of bad business decisions and an overall lack of experience in the industry. Mm. Looks like even so, they were fucking making a good one, despite quick time events. It looks fucking great. Uh, they laid off employees, sold off the IP, and eventually closed their doors completely in November of two thousand and eight. 
which sucks. That it looks fucking great, as we keep saying. Uh, we have this this animation that we see online is uh, is great. So take a look at it if you haven't. Look up uh, Blue Steel PS3. No relation to uh, Zoolander. Uh, <laughs> you'll see some good stuff there. So we're not ranking that one, but uh, yeah, that looks fucking yeah. great, though, right? <laughs> Does this so, come out before yeah. Zoolander or after? Would have been I after. I think that I think. was after. Would have been after, yeah. 2000, 2008, right? Mm. To be fair, it does fit Superman with blue and steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have been just yeah. the code name. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, yeah. but that's what it's going by. Yeah, that does seem like it would be a good code name for it that they'd eventually change because they're like, yeah, it's Zoolander's still a little too relevant for this. Superman <laughs> becomes a male model. <laughs> That's true. He just looks. It's gonna happen. Forget superheroics. (laughs) It's a quick time event to fucking do a facial face move. (laughs) Okay, so the last one coming up now, finally, and we're gonna rank it because it's complete, and you can get it for free on Steam. Steam only right now. Not a Superman game though. It's called Undefeated. Uh, It was made by three Japanese dudes in their basement, probably. Uh, and it's they just wanted to make a superman-esque game it looks like but uh it's you know windows only in it it just has all the right moves that you'd want to have in a superman game uh you know he has flight super speed the fight seems pretty smooth yeah he's fucking shit up uh they really should use this in reference for the next superman game because it really is great he's it's not Superman, of course, but it looks a lot like it. It looks like it could be Superboy with the black uh, shirt mm-hmm. on with the Superman mm-hmm. logo almost. But he's yeah. he's wearing uh, just jeans and a black shirt. But, um, you know, if you were looking at this with fuzzy glasses on, you would swear this is a Superman game. Mm-hmm. I, I think, Andrew, you should offer them some localization services because it says to run after the robot. And, right. Uh, clearly they're not. This the is player's fine. not running. <laughs> Again, we got a robot. That's good, right? Very good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and is the directional indicator there a Superman logo? I don't think so. They'd run into <laughs> rights issues. Like, yeah, yeah. Just it. It looks like the hmm. shape of the uh, the logo. You know, they might be trying to hint at it. They yeah. definitely are trying to, uh, but uh, it's it's not. But it, it moves great. It flies great. Yeah. It fights great. Yeah, uh, it's really only in this one map because again, made by three guys. Man. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously a work of passion, I, I would assume. Um, I mean, why do this? Superman's not even that big in Japan, I think. Batman's not even that big in Japan. So uh, it's it's nope, weird that never this going even exists. <laughs> Dude, I was in <laughs> Japan in 2008 when The Dark Knight came out, and, like, no one was talking about it. <laughs> it was For so shame. Weird, man. It was so weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this one looks good. I do want to yeah, rank this, this one. I fun. did play this. The controls are great. Uh, it it flies really cool. great. It's snappy. It's, you know, everything's quick about it. <clears throat> the colors are great, as you can see, the sparkling effects and all this kind of stuff. So, so yeah, um, undefeated. Uh, it's <laughs> This is how you make a truly great Superman game, I think, is the subtitle for this YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is looking really nice. This, you know, yeah. this looks like it looks like a lot of the competitive third-person action games with like cards where you save your data and stuff in Japan. Yeah, you know, there were a lot of those kinds of games, and it's got a little bit of the um, like the Gundam versus series and stuff. Like sort of, yeah, you make your move and then you launch your uh, whatever you call it, 
was it the canon or whatever like it looks like it's inspired by a lot of that and yeah i don't think i would have thought of that as a template for superman and it looks like it really works nicely it's also a good incorporation of the super speed i saw yes yes which i don't yes. think we really mm-hmm. saw off the others at all this yes. one i'm just like oh shit he can do that too and it's just very smooth the way that the flight looks I think that there's a lot they could they probably put in from Dragon Ball. I mean, the Dragon Ball influence in Japanese mm-hmm. culture is there; it's palpable, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot, especially with fl- fighting in the air. There's, uh, you know, that that for, yeah. I think for I, I would assume I don't know for sure, but I can assume uh, Japanese developers would be like, oh yeah, we got this. That's what we do this shit mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is part of our culture. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's uh, let's review this one. Let's rank this one. Let's start with uh, with Ben again. I'm gonna give it. An S. S. Wow. It looks Our like it's a Superman. <laughs> it looks like that's how you should do a Superman game. Like, yeah. Yes. Action looks smooth. You can do all sorts of the different abilities. The the way that the city looks looks great. It's not a Superman game officially, but I think that YouTube video is absolutely right. That seems like that's how you should do a game. Absolutely. All right. Let's go to Zach. I'm giving it an S2 for Super. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, it was really awesome. I will just re- reiterate everything that Ben said. I mean, you could just pop a <laughs> Superman costume on that guy, and it would be perfect. Oh, somebody hack it, please. I tried to find a hack, <laughs> but I couldn't. It's a it's a Windows game, so fucking people do that, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike? Uh, I'm going to go with, it looks to be an A for the Katakana transliteration of Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> really bro really <laughs> come on man three guys <laughs> I no, want to no. say once As again it, three guys in terms of uh, just like yeah it looks like the moment to moment gameplay will be really tight if I get hands on which I can I'm the, looking at steam like come on let me get this set up here <laughs> you're loading uh, the page right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no this definitely promises S tier um, mm-hmm. but I haven't played it yet. It's not a Superman game. <laughs> right. But I mean, if I'm willing to look at this uh, and just say like, hey, already this is better than anything we've seen and played so far. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> so you're giving it an A. I'm going to go with an A. Okay, it's still very good. I'm going to go with S2. I almost <laughs> want to give it an just an A because it's not a Superman game, but that's not these guys' fault. Uh, they're they made in their demo there it's almost mm-hmm. like a, a very good tech demo mm-hmm. really this i've and again i actually played this one internet uh it it is the best controlling one too uh so that's huge especially with the flight mm-hmm. uh, i think a lot of the times the american developers were trying to really make it control like an airplane uh whenever you were flying which i i get but it's still it doesn't it's just not the same you, you want to, if if you're out again the one the one developer that maybe finally sees his video eventually uh, <laughs> please take note with this uh, these snappy mm-hmm. controls download this game for free and 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 uh, take a look at it but yeah yeah I, am I yeah. right to assume that it's got like a it just homes in like you you lock onto the enemy and then the flight there's is just lock into them you can't you can lock on you know go straight to it yeah right yeah and that's I, like the Dragon Ball games with the launchers and following yes, up yes yes. Yeah. I don't think that the, it showed it in the video, but whenever you go go and punch a dude, and there's like three dudes there, he'll super speed to all three dudes, like you would see in Man of Steel. 
a little mm-hmm. bit. So it has that going on well uh, as well. And whenever he lands, I think he uh, fucks up the ground a little bit too, which <laughs> which maybe Superman wouldn't do. But I think the the three dudes were having fun with that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 great. So check it out if you have if you have a Windows machine out there, because again, it's free. So wow, our yeah. first our last game and our only S. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Let's wrap this up because I want to play that. Okay. Let's <laughs> take a look real quick at our rankings. Uh, nice. We have uh, S tier for, for defeat, and then the, the Sun Man, and then uh, Superman for Taito, uh, 1988 arcade game as, as a B. Uh, Death Superman, also su- Superman uh, for Sunsoft Genesis, Countdown to Apocalypse, Superman Man of Steel for Xbox, Superman Returns for PS2 on the B category, and the C, Superman for Atari, Superman for Game Gear, Superman uh, Countdown to Apocalypse, which is a totally different game from the other one, for Game Boy Advance, and then in the D, we have Superman for NES, E, Superman, the uh, Commodore 64 versions, and then F, the Game Boy Key Hunt, Superman animated series one, and Superman 64, uh, the infamously <laughs> bad one. So there's that. All right, we're now entering kind of an open conversation at the end of all this. I've now shown you all of the major Superman releases in which he is a main character. He is known throughout the video game world to be hard to make a game for. First question up is, why do you think they've messed up Superman so much when they made his games? And follow-up question, do you think it's even possible to make a a good one? If so, how would you do it? That's three questions, but let's wrap it all into one. Um, so one thing that I think I'll get the conversation started is I think if they made a good one, the way you would make a good one is you wouldn't necessarily have to make it open world. I would actually follow Batman Arkham's, mm-hmm. uh, Arkham, not Arkham City, but a Batman Arkham, the first Arkham one. Asylum. Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum, yeah. Don't mm-hmm. do don't make it uh, open world just first. You want to you want to be able to fly and shit, but I think that uh, and you might might not even want to necessarily start on Earth. You might want to start on Apocalypse. That's why you have a bunch of mm. super-powered villains to punch and fight and you have mm-hmm. a crazy kind of, you know, metal-looking uh, you know, uh, level and stages uh, to deal with. So I think that's one way you could do it. Also, another thing I want to bring up is there's a lot of games in which you already play as God-level powered people. Like, God of War has God mm-hmm. in the fucking name. So mm-hmm. it, you've, they've proven that you can play as a kind of God already. Darksiders is like this any Avengers game with Thor, and there's probably a lot more. Uh, so uh, is there any way you would make... How would you guys make a Superman game? How could you make a good one if it's all, at all possible? I think that a lot of it is sort of incorporating different elements of what we've already seen that we know work. So in some cases, you would need to have them go up against uh, different robots or apocalyptic, uh, you know, apocalyptic, uh, apocalypse uh, people because of the fact you need somebody to punch who isn't yeah. going to fall apart automatically <laughs> like those convicts that we saw him beat up. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. Uh, I do like the uh, damage being on the city. But I would also say don't do that the whole entire time. You know, if there is right. kryptonite involved or if he's on another planet or there's a red sun or he's fighting dark side, then bring back that health bar for that specific fight. Make that mm-hmm. realistically how Superman would have to encounter that. Where like day to day in Metropolis, maybe he's completely fine. 
you know, with regular stuff, and then you throw in Metallo in there, or you right. throw in Parasite, or you throw in Darkseid, or any of those who are a bigger threat, and suddenly now that pops up, because that's when Superman would care about that. Um, so that would definitely be it. And then also just making it really easy to switch the different powers and stuff, because he has so many, and you mm-hmm. don't want him to be so overpowered that it's just too easy of a thing, but you also don't want it to be too complicated where you're just like, okay, what do I press in order to do, you know, <laughs> in order to do heat vision versus flight versus all these different things. So you'd have to make that somewhat easy to switch from one to the next for the player, I would say. Uh, otherwise, it's just going to be a shit show of just like, you know, you might accidentally, you know, do heat vision when you didn't want to and that type of stuff. So uh, you'd have to sort of have an easy guide for that or have it like only available at certain times where maybe you don't need right. heat vision if you're just, all you're doing is just rescuing people. Um, or maybe you do because you need to use it on some sort of bridge thing in order to for that to fall down and allow people to, like, I don't know. But mm-hmm. you would have to be very specific on each level or each situation what you have available and what you're able to do. But I would say give it, make it a full gamut of what a... Um, Superman day in the life of Superman would be like that would be whether cool. he's fighting Metallo or Darkseid or just rescuing people throughout the city and that would change all the different mm-hmm. situations that would change all the different powers you would have available I think that people are very hung up too on it being open world Ben what is the and... name of like the prison in Superman's universe that houses all of his superpowers in New York <laughs> <laughs> well, we're losing Zach I'm going to mark this in our Zach code. is gone <laughs> marking that okay we're going to continue while he's comes while he's uh figuring this out um yeah. no i liked a lot of what you said there ben I, i'm definitely mm-hmm. with you on that i think that um i think that we should uh see um an approach more in line with classic game design with levels um mm-hmm. i think that you know set pieces and limitations of the powers that you're using for each level would be really nice like i like that classic arcade design like oh here's your flying level here's your walking and punching level like i want to have a level that incorporates or focuses on using x-ray because i'm looking to rescue people and then have a level where i'm just going all out and just knocking people out left right and center and i think that um you know, in modern game design, you want some grandiose stuff. So, like, set pieces that allow you to showcase mm-hmm. and, and use those abilities would be really nice. And, of course, my short response these days is really just just give it to Insomniac. Let them make it. <laughs> you love them, huh? They are oh, good. They're, they're such good. a phenomenal team. I've really I've played, like, all of their games all along, and I've always been impressed. They've always felt great. And, you know, getting hold of uh, Spider-Man back in was it 2018 or whatever i was just like oh man you guys took something that was already great and made it even better i I don't know how (laughs) those games are great yeah i i think especially before they kind of figure out how to make it definitely you don't have to do the open world thing at first and maybe even start out with him as clark kent he and maybe he can't he doesn't have his powers and you start off with a limited power set and as you Mm -hmm. go through the game He's slowly getting his powers back, and then mm-hmm. you end up essentially in God mode, and he's flying across the planet. He flies across the universe, whatever, to, to Apocalypse or whatever it is, and you mm-hmm. get the full catharsis at the end with that being like kind of God-level Superman. But then <laughs> maybe like Last of Us or something or like uh, 
Uncharted, it's a game like that where it's kind of linear, it's on rails at first, and then maybe for the next one you get a little bit more open world like that, like uh, Arkham did, um, and maybe they'll mm-hmm. figure it out. And then when it's open world, then you have the city, have the uh, have the battle meter, have the uh, energy bar, uh, like right. the other game did. Take that into consideration. So mm-hmm. I think that's there. I think a lot of it really is. The villains, man. People are like, oh, he's too powerful. Mm-hmm. We can't make a game out of him. Well, fucking, he has a lot of villains that are about the same fucking power level, right? It's not mm-hmm. that fucking hard. You get no. Metallo in there. You yeah. get Metallo's minions in there. You get somebody with fucking kryptonite or put him under a red light. Uh, you know, surprise the viewer. Like, boom, motherfucker, red light. What are you going to do mm-hmm. now? You know what I mean? Shit like that. All of a sudden, the, the boss is super hard. Uh, again, it's all about how you tweak the villain's Mm-hmm. And, and the enemy characters and just make that work you know it, yeah. it could totally work I don't think it's as hard as everybody's saying it is I'm surprised there wasn't a Man of Steel game it's true like how easy would it's that true. have been you're just fighting other Kryptonians boom it's already in it's the true. situation you're in Metropolis yeah. <laughs> maybe you're trying to prevent the amount of destruction that's in the movie or something but you're at least you have opponents like I feel like the villain stuff is the easiest, easiest part of this Yeah, yeah I you think have so the- many to choose from I think that the difficulty of these things and like working with his powers should really be determined by the enemies and it should be the enemies that get stronger and smarter through the game. Like, you know, if you're just going mm-hmm. up against some schmuck with a pea shooter, like it's <laughs> Superman, it's going to bounce off of him. It's okay. fine. Yeah. So like yeah. level level one or the first area, I'm just running right through. You guys can't touch me. You're a bunch of bums. But then mm-hmm. as people learn more about the enemy, they increase their, you know, arsenal of uh, techniques and the enemies get better mm-hmm. and better like that's i think that's the good way to do it i like or i like traditional level design enemies getting stronger what you what you uh, i had um... uh, actually reminds me real quick uh, zach is is uh you the symphony of the night uh, in castlevania mm. in that game <laughs> for those that don't know you start out like super powerful and then like in the first like 15 minutes all your powers essentially are taken away by the villain character so if and then you have to go back and regain them so mm-hmm. if there was something like that too like oh I, I felt superman's power but now i'm back to just kind of clark kent mode maybe you just have x-ray mm-hmm. vision maybe you just have one mm-hmm. you know and then it kind of mm-hmm. gains back that would be kind of interesting sorry go ahead zach yeah i got cut off earlier um wi-fi issues but i had two ideas for a game i guess so ben what is the name of the prison in superman that has all of his Superpowered villains in it? Uh, that'd be Strikers Island. Strikers, that's right. I was kept thinking Rikers. Yeah. I was like, no, that's real. So no, no, no. That's one, New York. This is not New that's York. That's right. Remember. I was thinking like... Are you thinking uh, Strikers Island, and the next one is Strikers City, and then Strikers no. Night, and the third one? I didn't know all those other ones existed. I was thinking about what maybe like Arkham Asylum. Maybe he's not stuck on, um, on Strikers island or whatever mm-hmm. but i like the idea of like all of his villains getting released and he has to slowly go up through tiers of his villains uh mm-hmm. that are getting stronger and stronger that way you get a really good variety of his bad guys and uh you know maybe it's it's one of the like major bad guys is the catalyst for them escaping and the person he has to fight at the end i was also thinking that uh the emperor joker storyline would make a really good game because mm-hmm. with the reality bending powers that would be kind of cool to uh take away some some of superman's abilities and he would it would like throw him into a completely different environment like it might be fun to start with mixy or something like something yeah. kind uh, of uh, innocuous and and stupid 
but it may be all of a sudden like surprise like the joker shows up and like you see him gain control of those powers and uh yeah i just feel like that would be kind of interesting so those are at least my two game ideas you'd have um, to incorporate oh sorry keep going go ahead yeah i'm done you'd have to incorporate a little bit of clark kent too in an, in an ideal mm-hmm. superman game you would yeah. have to have some uh reporter moments some moments with lois too probably those would just be cutscenes, but you mm-hmm. know you would have to yeah do some sort of maybe even detective work i know he's not a detective like batman but he's still a re- investigative reporter mm-hmm. right so it would have to have something mm-hmm. along those lines and uh i'm not sure how they would incorporate that as much but it would be very <laughs> cool be. It could be something where there's a level where you're Clark Kent and you're just in the right, right in the thick of it with everyone else, and you are trying to save everybody, but without giving yourself away. So that would just be like, cool. Can you do? Mm-hmm. Can you do freeze breath on ah, something without like anybody that. looking? Yeah, you know, that would can be you, cool actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can you super speed to Jimmy and get him out of the way real quick, and then go back without anybody seeing that? You know, that type yeah. of stuff. Then that gets into stealth gameplay mechanics. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be your. That would be the stealth stuff for Superman would be when he's Clark and he doesn't have time to change out into it, but he sees somebody in danger. He can't just be like, well, I'm Clark. I can't save anybody now. Like, no, Mm -hmm. he's still going to do it. He just has to do it really discreetly. That could be there. What they, what they call, what they call predator mode, the stealth, (laughs) stealth parts of uh, the Arkham Mm -hmm. games. Yeah. That could be that version of that. Yeah. That's, Mm -hmm. that's great. That's a great idea. So I think that something that's coming up here is like, I, I think that, people often feel that there needs to be a a good marriage between story and gameplay. And I'm very much uh, on the other side of that where I'm like, I don't care. I I don't, (laughs) if you have a good story, that's cool. If you don't, I don't care if I have to fight a Superman villain because I'm playing a Superman game. I'm cool with that. That's why am I fighting this guy? Cause I'm playing Superman. That's why I, (laughs) I I understand that Mike, I am kind of, I kind of lean towards that as well, but I am, what I'm talking about now is my ideal Superman ideal. game. Yeah. So ideally, it would have both like the mm-hmm. Arkham games do. However, if it's a choice between story and gameplay for a game, if the gameplay is just fucking ridiculously good, but the story's stupid, I can mm-hmm. still play it 100%. Yeah. If I'm throwing tanks around and freeze-breathing everything and fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's still, it's still good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so. they, the, they did the prison escape in Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. of course, Arkham Asylum is set within the prison, right. you know, so like, yeah, you know, we got this whatever loose justification we can have for getting all these characters in the same place or whatever. It's fine. Just just make it fun. Make it cool. Make it mm-hmm. cool. Make it zany too. a little bit zany. I think my yeah. my dumb self just got what Ben was saying earlier about <laughs> Striker <laughs> Island, Striker City, Striker Night. <laughs> I was just like, it totally went over my head. Yeah, exactly. We need need a new title for Superman games. Yep. That is true. (laughs) So the director of God of War said he had this idea for a Superman video game. Mm. When Superman chooses, or when you choose to save anyone in the game, let's say there are four people who need to be saved. At your best moment as Superman, you can save two. That means two were not saved and that weighs on him it's not the people that he saved it's the two Mm -hmm. people that he didn't save the crimes that he couldn't stop and there is suffering that comes from that so i thought that was pretty cool Mm. it would add something to the cutscenes, i guess it's 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 like 
one moment in the game, though. I don't think that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like, that's the whole true. thing is about the burden of being Superman. I'm just like, why the fuck am I playing this then? Yeah, that's let me just the punch thing, the right? towel. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to have fun. I don't want to yeah. feel bad. Because <laughs> part of this true. is like, let's be real. Part of this is just pure fantasies, wish fulfillment yeah. oh, to be yeah. Superman. Yeah, yeah, that is a factor, and it's good storytelling. But I'm also just like, I don't want that to be the whole game. We, we make so why am I this. playing this? You got yeah. an A and a B path, and every time you choose the one path, like Jimmy Olsen <laughs> helps out the other path somehow. And he's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, I just happened to be walking by, and there was a guy with the lever in the train, so I got everybody out of the train's way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love Jimmy Olsen having a Bronx accent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, because Superman's in New York. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have said that Metropolis is New York at day, and Gotham is New York yeah. at night. I was mm-hmm. going down so. the block for a slice, and I saw something happening. You know? <laughs> we got, we got to get pie. Mike to do the skit as Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> that's, that's happening. It's 100% happening. Now. <laughs> yeah. All right, I have only one more little part, actually, and then we're going to close it out. Okay. Uh, Superman homepage. Uh, these mm-hmm. are like the premier Superman fans online, pretty much. They had something in their article. I'm going to paraphrase it, but it said, Superman's inability to occupy the lead, ro- <coughs> the lead role in an exciting video game is all the more surprising given the Man of Steel's natura- natural tendency to dominate ensemble movies. However, there have been games that have used Superman in a supporting role more successfully, and Justice 2 takes a darker approach to the DC Universe, but the 2017 fighting game was largely gre- greeted with by positive reviews. I can attest to that. That's true. Superman has also excelled in the lighter environment of the Lego gaming universe as a playable character in Lego Batman 2, DC Superheroes, of course, but, the, but <clears throat> both of those games also feature Batman in prominent roles. There have, this is, I've heard about this too, there's been rumors, but it says, reports that Rocksteady were devising a Superman game sadly proved to be false, but hopefully there is a developer out there who can do this legendary character justice. Here's hoping that the Man of Steel will soon star in a video game that effectively explores the character's intriguing background and remarkable range of abilities. So thank you, Superman homepage. And that's superhero stuff you should know. All right, thanks for indulging me, guys. Uh, we have some comments, do we not? Yes, we do. So the first one comes from Terminator Fan 2016 on the Batman 89 issue number one video essay that I did saying, quote, So happy that this is the official sequel to Batman Returns. This cures how bummed I was back in the 90s when I found out Burton was booted and none of his ideas came through except for the one that Joel Schumacher took and made in his own crappy image. And so happy that's been erased and they're going back to the Burton-verse, even though this is the only story they're going to make. The original Batman 3 movie cast was perfect. Didn't like what we got in Forever. Personally, I don't like the Schumacher films at all, but the only reason why I dislike Batman Forever the most is because it reminds me of how Schumacher, no disrespect to him, uh, McDonald's, Warner Brothers, and the parents who complained about Batman Returns caused us to not get one of Tim Burton's and Sam Hamm's ideas for Batman 3. Tim Burton's final product idea with Michael Keaton, Marlon Wayans, Rene Russo, Robin Williams, and Billy Dee Williams, plus Michelle Pfeiffer, cameo at the end with the Burton style setting would have been excellent but this is the closest we'll get as far as the comic book and I'm ser- and extremely happy excuse the long comment lol great time <laughs> to be a Batman fan so uh, yes that is a long comment but uh, we're happy to indulge all the thoughtful comments <laughs> that come on in uh, so thank you Terminator fan 2016 we do have an upcoming video essay uh, on the supposed Tim Burton Batman 3 all I'm going to say is that uh, Rene Russo and Robin Williams were not actually Tim Burton's choices. 
for Chase Meridian and the Ooh. Riddler. Those were actually Joel Schumacher's. So you'll find out more when that video essay comes out. But there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of things that are out there that aren't quite true. But all I'm going to say is that stay tuned for that video essay. And yes, this Batman 89 comic is the closest that we'll get to be a third Burton film. On to the next one. I, right. I'd just like to add something very quickly. Um, yeah, go ahead. My grandmother still uses the uh, Robin glass from McDonald's. For the <laughs> Batman release. Uh, that's awesome. I love I still, it. I got two Riddlers. Yeah, I got two Riddler glasses. <laughs> she just I got a Batman one downstairs with uh, my pens and pencils in it. <laughs> Does he look 45 years old on the cup? <laughs> I, I don't know. Frosted glass. It's a little hard to tell. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Mm. That's for sure. Yeah. I think the glass has aged better than he has, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Next one is from Joseph on the secret origins of Ben Affleck's Batman. It says, based on Ben Affleck's restored performance in Zack Snyder's Justice League, has he's gone up in my favorite Batman actor rating rankings. Sorry, he's really good in the role, and it's a shame he never got a solo movie, as the concept for that abandoned project itself sounded great and unique with Deathstroke as the main villain. I'm very excited to see him return in the Flash movie. While it's lying, it sounds like this is the last turn as Bruce Wayne, I'd be down. And then I can't read the rest because this just says read more. That is my <laughs> fault, and I will give an apology to Joseph here. Uh, I should have screenshotted that better, but I did not. Please forgive me, Ben, as well, and everybody out there. But I think we can still comment on this. Yes. Well, I mean, we did do a whole episode on the Deathstroke yeah. episode. I'm sure that uh, Joseph has already seen it, but if you have not, Joseph, then go ahead and check that out. It's called Make, Make the Batfleck Movie, and it's got Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke with the Mohawk uh, as the thumbnail. Indeed. Again, please forgive me, <laughs> Joseph. We'll never know what he was Dow for. <laughs> if, only, if only there was a way to see the rest of that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This next one is for Zakynthos Diamonds on the Batman Forever script deep dive, saying, even with the deleted scenes, Forever is still cringe and nowhere near the Burton levels, movies on any level. <laughs> I wanted Zach to respond to this one. <laughs> I don't like it. I love Batman Forever. I know it's but not. I do too, otherwise we wouldn't have four episodes. It's like apples and oranges. <laughs> you just have to think about it in a different universe. And I like Batman mm. and Robin too, even though I know it's bad. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there's a lot that I like about Batman Forever. So, this person is wrong, mm -hmm. even though they shared the first two letters of my name. <laughs> yes, indeed. Maybe it's my bizarro. I, I agree with, with Zach and Ben as well. I think Batman yes. Forever is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Batman and Robbins. that is it for the fan Okay, comments. thank you for those comments. And also, thank you to our Patreon supporters who are Shasta, Leomo, Super Inframan, Douglas P, Dan D, Aaron Willett, Nick Noir, Jesse E, Jeffrey R, Scott V, Asgers Webb, Jeremy H, Alex of the What Meme Podcast, Ian Justice, Carter S, and Braxton W. We want to thank our other supporters, Spark Again, STCC Productions, Robert Schumann, Kooky Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock Balls, Ian H, Walter the Wobot, John Wells, Rye Guy, Jackson Putnam, and Tway in. Thank you, everybody, for all your support. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the next one. Please join the Shasta Army. That's our $1 tier. It gets you that shout-out right there. And then the $5 tier gets you a whole other show that comes out every Friday. And, uh, yeah, that's if it's $5. Cancel any time. It's at patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. So those are two main ones. We have a $10 tier starting 
very soon, or it's already been out when this podcast comes out. At this actually. point, yeah. At this point, mm-hmm. yeah, where we're doing a live show, we'll uh, well at this point we we will have already reacted to Batman commercials uh, in a live show with the fans. So that's oh, at the yes. ten dollar tier actually. So uh, yeah, that's coming or that has already come. Uh, so yeah, there's that. And please check out our merch at Redbubble and Threadless at superhousepod.redbubble.com and superherostuffpod.threadless.com. And you can get your shirts and mugs and stickers and all that, all the art by Wolfie Cruz. Please send us some audio of you saying some funky shit to us at <laughs> superhero, superhousepodcast at gmail.com. Please animate our sketches uh, and hashtag them throughout the video. Please just send them to us. That would be great. And I am Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. And Thunderwolf Lives on YouTube. And you can see all my other content that's not on this channel there. And uh, it's usually Japan-related. And then uh, you have the poster here by Zach. I'm um, in pre-production right now for an R-rated Power Rangers-inspired, but not Power Rangers, sci-fi horror comedy. Uh, It has aliens and it has fighting and it has a heavy metal band. And uh, Amano Recon is its name. It's A-M-A-N-O-R-E-C-O-N.com is where you can check out more about it. And uh, that's coming soon. And we're going to do an Indiegogo for that eventually. That's why that's the, one of the main reasons I keep bringing this up, because I want to uh, get the ball rolling on people noticing this. And hopefully people will contribute some money to the, this production. <laughs> we're going to shoot something before that as our pitch video that will that we're doing out of pocket so you will actually see something before you donate the money also so there is that and i think that's for me for i think that's it for me ben so uh shout out to comic capital on instagram as well as everything entertainment club on clubhouse on twitter we are superhouse pod but on everything else we are superhero stuff pod twitter I mean, not Twitter, Instagram, Superhero Stuff Pod, TikTok, Superhero Stuff Pod, and Vero, Superhero Stuff Pod. Uh, my website is benwanwriter.com. My YouTube channel is in the description below. You can also check out the website for Early Bird, which is an upcoming kids comic that is going to be kind of with the tone of Batman 66 type stuff. So that's earl-e-bird.com. Uh, my personal Instagram is benwanwriter. My cat's Instagram, uh, my furry son, Alfie, is at alfiepennyworthcat. And uh, if you also have a cat, then you can get him or her a whisker box. Every month you get a little treats and toys, all sorts of goodies in a box just for your special feline friend. And you can get a similar thing for your dog if you have a dog instead at BarkBox. We had a promo that you probably heard earlier where we talked about the link that you can use in order to get the first month off free. Check out SuperheroStuffPod.com shop in order to find out all our other affiliates where you can buy stuff on Amazon ebay even get some bidets for your hiney just so that you can sort of help your help yourself out as well as help us out uh just a little bit and uh, everybody wins off of that over to zach you can even use the bidet for your cat or your dog's hiney <laughs> that too if you're not afraid to get scratched actually um, please for the internet please don't do not <laughs> disclaimer Only for the joking. internet <laughs> 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 well, just like you see here, if you'd like to see more of my artwork, you can go to ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com, and you can also follow me to see more of my uh, bullshit at ZacharyJacksonBrownArt on Instagram, on YouTube, and on the TikToks, and you can see how I make all this cool stuff. Um, but <laughs> that's it for me. Over to Mike. 
Alright, I got nothing in particular to promote, so once again, I'm going to tell you, treat people right, support the arts you love, and that includes these guys. Alright, thank you. I like and it. Father? Oh wait, that's the wrong movie. I want you to tell all your friends about us. <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> How do I fuck this up every time? I want you to do us a favor. I want you to do <laughs> us a favor. Yeah, we'll do You're an A1 one. nut boy and Grissom knows it. Grissom knows it. <laughs> also, tell all your friends about us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>